Okay, everybody, welcome back to another Chalban Shir. We had a little bit of hiatus for about three weeks. I like the applause. Thank you. I, uh, we had a little bit of hiatus. We're back in action. It was Hanukkah. I was in the States for Tusha Basim for a Simcha. And it's good to be back. I'm happy to be in Eretz Yisrael. It's like uh, you just come off the plane and you're like, you know, you got to stop over in Brussels. You come off the plane and you're like, we're back. You know, you just you feel like you enter a porthole a little bit into another dimension. You know, I don't know if you feel that, but you feel that. Okay, we're going to be continuing in the Shear. And uh, it's like you see like the Das of Bnei Eretz Yisrael is different than the Bnei as we've been learning about Eretz Yisrael and returning to the land is synonymous with Gula and Das and Mamish, what we've been learning about. So we're going to jump right in today without any further ado. And it should be noted that we are, well, we're not exactly there yet, but we're encroaching on the end of the first mimer in the Sefer means all this so far has been part of one continuous mimer about returning the Das, the consciousness back to our nation and what that means. So we've been developing this theme in detail, actually. And some people have told me, have that listened to the recordings, that they feel that it's a little bit slow and repetitive. But I think like slow growth is where it's at. You know, like the slow, steady chalent pot on the crock pot. Everyone's looking to have fast, quick growth. You know, a client of mine just went out to Puerto Rico to do I begin. And, uh, you know, it's, um, he called it God's medicine in order to heal from trauma. It was somewhat helpful for him, actually. It was not my recommendation per se, but everyone wants that fast growth. And uh, there's a YouTuber I like, and he has an academy for filmmaking called Slow Growth Academy. And to me, it's all about slow growth. You know, it's about little by little connecting the dots, having the dots come in, really working on something. And not being, you know, okay, we got to fix this overnight, you know, and we got to be better overnight and we got to, you know, but I find the message of slow growth is much more healing. It's much more manageable. It's much more grounding. So over here, we're doing slow growth in the Chalban as he brings us down these new perceptions and understanding of Gullis and Geula and different states of awareness. Okay, that was my intro remark and we will, we will jump right in. Iker ha-geula bo hadas. The main geula comes from das, from awareness. This word das that we've been talking about is over here. Did it get cut off? Iker ha Yeah, the photocopies are a little bit messed up. I apologize. Ah, oh, that was me. We got it. <laughs> that might be too. I was drinking. That's definitely you too. A, uh, but uh, next week, hopefully, I bought a new printer. Just didn't set it up yet. Okay, Ikar Gula Das. The Ikmain of Gula comes from awareness, states of consciousness, Das. And we're going to develop, we, as we've been developing, we're going to continue to develop this as well. Re'inu et shnei hashlavim shahagula. We saw the two stages of Gula, like we've been learning about. Lamaise, Ikar his Orus Mahagalus, Enu Bishlav Harishon Shal Kibbutz Galhias. So, in practicality, the main arousal, the main awakening, from Gullus isn't in the first stage of Kibbutz Gullius, of the ingathering of the exiles. Sod hachitzonius hagula. This is the secret of the externalities, the, the low hanging fruit, so to speak, of the Gaula. Kihi gedila hachitzonit shel haguf. 
Because the first stage of Geula, of Kibbutz Goliath, of the ingathering of the exiles, that is the growing of the body. And it's not the growing of perceptions, as we've been discussing, quick catch up, that the Kibbutz Goliath is from Yechezkel 37, and that's the national body coming back together in Eretz Yisrael. So the national body is coming back together in Eretz Yisrael. What's up, Shem? Welcome back. And a, uh, that's the body uniting and coming together. But it's not awareness. It's not the consciousness. Okay? In this stage of the body, the national body and Am Yisrael coming back to Eretz Yisrael, the body is still, uh, it's still, there's still dissension. Oh, let me give you back a hug of beer. Oh, always good to see you, Shem. For those of you who are listening to the recording, I got a hug by Shem. That's worth a million dollars. And this is comparable to a child, a baby, that when the baby uh, is born, right, just the body grows. And as the child grows from infancy, it grows into maturation, maturity, and then the mind, the, the wisdom, the das, is the last thing that comes in. Vinoda bedivre, and this is a very important muscle that he's going to speak about now, about the stages of development within our nation. Vinoda bedivre ha'arizal, and it's brought down in the arizal, sheshlav ha'ibor, that this stage of ibor of pregnancy, right, and the the stage of weaning, is called katnas, right. That's a term that gets thrown about the Kabbalah svarim, and these are one stage, the shlab of yanika. It's like the child in infancy. It's in a state of katnas. It's in a state of small mindedness. It's just. It's an infant. It's a baby. A baby has no state of awareness. The Iker Kumas Adam who Shlav Hidgalus Hadas Mochin the and the main development of a human is in the stage of adulthood, of awareness, of Das Mochin the of big mind, of higher states of consciousness. Kihain Emes Iker Adam who Hadas, because the truth is that the main aspect of a person is Das. Right? So therefore, the first stage of, uh, and we're going to explain this, I'm just reading to the end of the paragraph. Therefore, the first stage of, uh, of infancy and it's growing, isn't called, means when you're a little baby, you're called an uber. You're called a fetus, a little child. You're not called a man, an Adam, right? The Horov Mahavin Avrur Das, and the parents, they draw down Das to the child. And the baby within the womb gets born, and as it gets older, the parents give it knowledge. The parents, Das isn't really knowledge, Das is really awareness, understanding the ability to ask questions. So again, what's he saying? Right, just like in the developmental stages of a human being, of a person, so too, 
right? The das, the awareness, is the last thing to come in. So too in the developmental stages of Am Yisrael, right? So too in the developmental stages even of the world, right? That in the beginning, Klai Yisrael was an infancy, and this is our Parsha connection, Parsha Shmos, right? That we were uber yirech imo. We were like a child in the mother's womb being developed as a nation, right? It's amazing, Parsha connection, boom, Shmos, right? So in that stage, we didn't have awareness. We didn't have any das, right? We were in Mitzrayim. We were goy mekerov goy. We were a nation inside of a nation. And Mitzrayim was the birthing place of when we came out. That's why Mitzrayim, it's not that we were kone das, but it says speech was in, it needs a little bit of clarity exactly what was the ge'ul of Mitzrayim because we're still in Gullus now, right? So even though, Mitzrayim was a complete ge'ula. It was only regarding certain aspects. The final redemption and the final thing, right, in Tchiyas HaMesim didn't happen in Mitzrayim. That's going to happen soon in our days. Let us see it with our own eyes, right? So what happened in Mitzrayim, it was this stage of infancy, right? But just like the developmental stages of a person, of a child, goes from infancy to adulthood, right? So to the developmental stages of our nation, we go from infancy to adulthood. So in Mitzrayim, we are in our stage of infancy. And now, as he's explaining, we're reaching adulthood, right? We're reaching the das, the state of awareness, which is necessary for a full and complete ge'ula, not like the one that Mitzrayim, that was only a complete ge'ula regarding certain aspects. Wasn't Matan Torah a completion of that ge'ula? Because potentially that would have been the end Correct, of the... Correct, but it could have been because it says by Matan Torah, Paschal Zuhamasa, right? We left and we reached the stage of Adam Rishon, Kodam Achet. You know, but Lagabi, the world history, uh, and Lagabi, the time period we are in now, right? So, again, the main thing is to happen is the Das. Now, I have to mention this because there's an amazing overlap here. Uh, as you guys know, I started teaching as a professor for a uh, Sarishner Wurzweiler in their graduate program. Uh, so I gave my first class last week. It was really exciting, really well. And one of the things in the syllabus that I'm going to be teaching is Erickson Stages of Development, has eight stages of development. So there's an amazing parallel here, right? Because in the first stage of development that a child goes through is when they're born is a state of trust. That's how he characterizes it, right? That the child learns to trust and that's attachment theory and all the things that surround trusting at a, at a young age, right? So what's Pesach? What's, what's Shmos? It's Amuna, trust, right? It's trust. That's what our state of infancy has to do with trust. And what's the last stage and of his eight stages? His last of his eight stages is wisdom, right? So this is an amazing thing that, that is just this uncanny parallel over here that wisdom is the last stage, which is the stage of Das, right? That a person is in late adulthood and he categorizes from 65 up, but it doesn't have to be. But in the state of our nation, right? In the state of us and the developmental process of the world, right? So we're in the stage of adulthood now, which is the main thing is das, which is the main thing is wisdom, which is ge'ula, which is the state of awareness and the state of consciousness coming back to humanity and coming back to our nation. Right? Since you have this amazing uh, overlap with Erickson over here. Yeah, Erickson. Okay. dafka uh, And the main ge'ula is when the das comes back to our nation. Mochin shel ge'ula, the perceptions of, of redemption. Lahavin v'lahasig es ha-metzios v'havaya ba'anu nimtzayim. To really understand the existence and the space 
that we find ourselves in now. We find ourselves within the space of Geula in the existence of the days of Mashiach. Mamesh. It's it. Bevo hadas yada ha'am likros b'shem Hashem And when the das, the awareness comes in, then our nation will call out to Hashem, uh, you know, explicitly. V'yavin es ha'mashmo'ot ha'mitit shel ha'siva la'aretz. And we'll really understand the purpose and the implications of our return to our land. And the steps that we need, the steps that we need in order uh, as to take as a nation to march towards redemption. Hatsoed means march. Tsaadim uh, means steps. So Hatsoadim means like marching. That marches towards our redemption. And reveal the light that's been hidden from the early days. I just love that image of marching towards Geula. You know? I just love that. A picture like, march! You know? Like, marching, ushering, ushering in the, the Geula. Just taking those steps and as proud soldiers marching. Or maybe in a marching band even, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that imagery to me is, is fantastic, you know, that we're marching or ushering in the redemption, Maybe right? As opposed, to, as opposed to like we're getting pulled in or that it's happening passively, we are proactively bringing it about. Exactly. Not only are we proactively bringing it about, but what he's saying is the recognition, the recognition of the space that we currently live in uh, illuminates for us the stages of calling out Hashem. What are the next steps? Right? What are the next steps in the process of the Gula? So recognizing and really deeply appreciating and uh, not only understanding intellectually, but understanding emotionally, really valuing the, the, the I guess, I can't, I can't think of another way to say it other than, the, other than the space that we're in, the time period that we're in, right? That we're all, he says this later in the Sefer, like we're all Gula Nishamas, right? It's not dependent on us because the... Just again, just like in the developmental process of humanity, there's something called adulthood, right? We're all born into the stage, the time period of adulthood, right? We're all born, our neshamas are born into the stage of maturation, right? So because of that, recognizing that fact means there are implications for us, right? And understanding where you are in the process of humanity, right? We're understanding where you are on the on the world playing field in the history of the world has implications and consequences that are great, that are awesome. And that is primarily what he's saying now. And this is, you know, this has been thematic of the Sefer of recognizing the Das and the awareness of that we're in the times of Mashiach and that changes things for us. There's a shift in perception and understanding which changes our Vodas Hashem, it changes our Chinuch, it changes our, our Shalom bias. It changes everything, right? It changes the way that we relate to ourselves because, you know, when you're in infancy, you think like, it's all on you to grow, it's all on you to grow, it's all on you to do things, right? But if you're just born into adulthood, right? So there's a certain potential for wisdom and there's a certain wisdom and high neshama that all of us have. Like all of us have the highest neshamas from the beginning of time. Like there's never been uh, neshamas like us ever, you know? And there's coming specifically down now, the neshamas of wisdom, right? The neshamas of Geula. We all have Geula neshamas, whether it's recognized or not, it's just baked into the cake, 
you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's like personality disorders. Like in many ways, it's like baked into the cake. It's like how the person sees life, you know? And like, we all have Ga'ula neshamas. We have the highest neshamas ever because we're born into this time period. It's not based on anything that me or you did at all. It's just- How does he know that? How does he, how does he know that that's- Well, because that's what he's developing. It means where, this is what he's saying, that we're transitioning from, this, from the first stage, Shlav of Ga'ula, to the second stage, second, shlav, second stage of Ga'ula, right? So as we go through this transitioning, Right, which is evident by the history, by the time period we're living in, that the kibbutz Goliath, we're coming back, et cetera, et cetera, everything we've been saying up until now. So just by looking around us, the Metzias is Mochiach, it shows us and proves to us where we're at in our time. So there are far-reaching implications for that's that. A, that's an organic process as opposed to so you're saying it's a matter of us being aware of where we are in that organic process. Yeah. It's not it, that I'm, you know, I'm making that happen. That's just what I'm born into. It's just that. a Matthias, Kane. It's just a Matthias. Wait, let's le- le- read a little further and we'll get clear he'll develop it. Okay? Azai Yesura Habubulim Ovnim Haderach Mubucha Subdiv Shalos Hachaim Bechevra Hayira Tachlis. Right? And when we see ourselves as heralding in the Gaula, then in a certain way, and again, he's developing this, let's just read, right? In a certain way, then it, and when we welcome the light of redemption, then. All the confusion and our lost ways and our lost sense of selves and the complexities <clears throat> of life and friends and relationships, it will be evident for us, Yudel Tachlis, it will be show us what to do, right? We'll have a certain spiritual, mental, emotional, and spiritual clarity about what the next steps were supposed to be. As we awaken to the Gula and as we recognize the time period that we're in, it shows itself, what are the next steps? What are we supposed to be doing as a nation? What are we supposed to be doing? Ultimately, when we usher in the full redemption, right? No one could say Mashiach has come yet, <laughs> right? Right. When we usher in the full redemption, right? So then it's going to illuminate all aspects of our lives, all confusion. V'simcha v'gavon, behirus kodesh ba'ometzachayim, with with jubilation and happiness, and emotional contentment, <coughs> with behirut kodesh, shining holiness, and strength of life, will be elevated and will stand upright. With the spirit of Hashem that is residing upon us. This is the second, the second stage. Hashlav, I'm just gonna write Zehu Shlav Hasheni. This is the second stage. Hashlav Shanu Omdimba, the stage that we find ourselves in now. Who Shlav Shanasati Ruchi Bachem Vichayisem, Yecheskalamet Zayin. Right. This is the. This is again. He's referring to the dry bones that we saw inside. This is the stage of I will put my spirit, and bring them alive, the bones alive. Right. That's the ruch. That's the ruchi. Right, like it is stated in the this prophecy that we saw inside a few uh, a few shirim ago. And this is the stage of redemption of 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 coming to maturation and consciousness. This stage of nasati ruchi It's not just the stage of the national body. And our uh, and our nation coming back to Eretz Yisrael and the body re 
realigning itself, but it's the stage of the spirit. Then it will, mechalchelet means to permeate. Then it will permeate our hearts and our minds. To broaden and expand them and illuminate us. And to open up the eyes of the blind. As he brings in Yeshaya. He will say to the people that are, are blinded. You were redeemed from darkness. Right? That in this stage of that I'm going to give my spirit back to you, then our eyes are going to open up and we'll no longer be fumbling in darkness, right? And one of the things that I love about this Sefer is we're going to see now, he's going to bring more psukim of Geula and redemption as, and anyone who studies Nach, my website's almost done for those recording, check it out, nachdaily.com. Got to plug the website. A, uh... We have every shir in Tanakh, every parak in Tanakh in five minutes or less with bullet point summaries. If you search it, it you should be able to get in through the back end. A, uh, he takes all these psukim of Geula, all the psukim of Tanakh, and he creates a comprehensive picture of it. So, right, he's taking from Yechezkel, he's showing Yechezkel, really, his mayor on Yeshaya, right? And he's taking these psukim and he's weaving them together to really show and pull out what's really going on here. Right? And this stage is happening in, is pointed towards in the Perak before the Yitzamas Yaveshus, in Perak 36. Because after the first stage, when the body comes back and reunites with each other, Ka'omar Vilakahti, and this is this is Yechezkel 36 now that he's quoting. Ka'omar Vilakahti Eschem, it is also one of the Haftorahs we, we read a few weeks ago, I believe. Vilakahti Eschem Min Hagayim, I will take you from the nations. Vikibati Eschem Mikol Haratzos, and I will gather you to our land. Vavesi Eschem Al Admasechem, right? And I will bring you upon our land. And that's us, guys, everyone in this room, everyone in Eretz Yisrael that we've mentioned before, that I, I get emotional when we read these psukim because you just look around. You know, Nicheskel said this again 2,000 years ago. When that happens, when Hashem takes us from the nations of the world and He brings us to our land and He settles us here, right? Then the second stage of Geula starts. The secret of the internal, the inner awareness, the inner redemption. In the secret of, I will give you a new heart. And I will give you a new, I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit. I will place upon you in your midst. And this is the giving of the spirit to the general, to the masses, to our nation. Was quoted more psukim, and these are such amazing psukim, famous psukim. Vizarakti alechem ma'im tahorim to hardem mikol to musechem. I'm gonna pour on you, right? Vizarakti. I'm gonna like picture someone like taking a bucket, just dumping it on. You know, it's like they used to have the bucket sprinkle, challenge. Sprinkle. I'm gonna sprinkle on you, right? This pure tahor water, and I'm gonna purify you from all your filth, mikol gilulechem. And all your idol worship, and all the dirt, I'm going to purify you. 
and I'm going to give you a new heart, right? Who doesn't want a new heart? You tell me, who doesn't want a new heart? You want a new heart? I would love a new heart. And a new spirit, I'm going to place upon your miss, and I'm going to remove your heart of stone. And I'm going to replace your, your callous heart with a soft heart, a heart that feels. And my spirit I'm going to place upon, amongst you. I'm going to place my, my halachas, my Torah learning, my chukim. You'll walk in tomorrow. And my mishpatim, you'll keep. And you'll do it. And you will return to the land that I've given to our ancestors, our ancestral heritage. And you will be to me a nation. And I will be to you a God. Right? It's just so, so profound. These psukim that we've seen many, many times. Right? Hashem is going to replace our heart of it, our heart of stone. And Hashem is going to give us a bus or leif. Hashem is going to give us a fleshy, fleshy heart. As they say, bus or leif is osios breastlift. I, I got to make a plug. I cannot say it. Right? Hashem is going to give us a heart of flesh. Despite of this, talking to Hashem, connection to Sadiqim, Hiskashas to Aretz, and we're all going to wake up and we're all going to have a new heart and all the fighting, all the dissension, all the division, all the deep embattlement that we all experience on a daily basis, the struggle. We're going to say, ah, I could feel again. We could let down our national defense mechanisms, you know, and our defense mechanisms as people. And we could just be present-minded and just be aware of the light that's surrounding us at all times. And the Chalban calls out, and we stand on the precipice of this awakening, this spiritual enlightenment. Because our hearts, our souls are really baking. We're, it's cooking away, right? It's like Shabbos food. It's, we're, we're baked. We're ready for this level. To live the life of a nation. And not one of dissension, one of egocentrism, and one of focusing on ourselves, of selfishness. To feel that we're a cell in the national body. And not like independent, isolated individuals that suffer from loneliness and isolation. Right? Rather, we will march, you know, we will march uh, to our, as people, to reward, you know, we're going to awaken to this, this amazing, this amazing gula. Okay, we'll stop for a second. Any comments, questions, letter to the editors? Still, still, based on his language, sometimes it sounds like it's, it's, something we have to proactively engage with. Almost like, I mean, I, I was thinking about your Michelle before about, about different stages of maturity and how there's a certain level that getting to adulthood is, is involuntary, right? Like, physically, our bodies grow. Like, that's not an active choice we have to make. But then there definitely comes a time where either we choose to embrace maturity in adulthood or we continue to act like adolescent children. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there are times that it sounds like this will 
our minds will wake up one day and we'll, we will have had this awakening. And there are times it sounds like he's saying, if we embrace this, this consciousness, then things start to fall in line and we, we stop feeling frustrated and confused and what have you because we now are seeing it from a different perspective. So is it a conscious thing or is it a so I think, So I think that this tension is always a balance that we're going to walk. This wrestling exactly with what you're saying of how much do we to participate in the gaula of awakening to this state and how much this happens by its own means, right? That, this, that there's a, a wrestling, a dance, we'll call it. You know, that this tension is, he's towing the line and we're always going to tow that tension between Yedi and Bechira, free will and things happening. Either way, the gaula is going to happen. <laughs> right, right. Either way, in the developmental stages of a person, you're going to reach adulthood, right? And I would say, in a certain way, the way this is not really comparable to Erickson, you know, because Erickson's kind of sets up different concentric stages. It means to say, if you don't do well in the first stage, right, then that really affects the second stage, right? If you don't do well, right, it's very different than Maslow's hierarchy of needs, because Maslow's hierarchy of needs is like, you know, it's not necessarily stages of development, but it's stages of... Actualization. Actualization, exactly. Good, that's a good one. Boom, Yeti, you gave me the word. Right, it's stages of actualization, right? So like Maslow would say like at any stage, if you don't have safety, I know things, I'm right? You idiot. can't actualize yourself until you're... I know things. He's good, he's good. I know things, I'm an idiot. Right? Maslow. <laughs> uh, Maslow would say like at different stages, right? If you don't have your basic needs provided, you're not going to reach towards self-actualization. Right, which was this highest stage of trans self transcendence, right? And that the stages are point towards self-actualization. Mashenke and Erickson, right? He would say like, it's, it's, it's a developmental process. It means if you don't successfully navigate stage two and three, that's gonna <coughs> set you up for stage four and you're gonna be behind, right? So like, so that, that's what I'm saying. It's not fully like Erickson, meaning to stay in stages of development, even though I was saying that just borrowing from it exactly, you know, because either way, we're going to make it to Gaula, right? Either way, the wisdom's going to come. Right? Either way, it's going to happen. And this tension that you're speaking about, Shimshon, is, I mean, it's going to happen hooker by crook. But the more we awaken into it, right, it says, like, I think the Gemara in Tainus says, uh, maybe Dav Dalit, maybe Dav Gimel, in the early pages over there, it says, like, uh, the Yerushalayim Shalmaila is not going to be built to Yerushalayim Shalmata, right? Meaning, say, there are certain chazals that indicate that we have to take an active part in the process. You build Jerusalem, you build the Mamila Mall, you build whatever it is, right? And then we'll build Yerushalayim Shalmala, <laughs> right? That we do it first. On the other hand, there are certain chazals that seem to indicate that it's going to happen on its own, right? So there is this tension always, this wrestling holding both, Right? holding both realities as true as this is going to happen. And at the same time, we need to work towards it. Right? Right. But I was, uh, it's, not a, it's not a this or that. It doesn't have to be just trying to say it's both. But, but I think... I think one, sorry, yes. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'll say what you're saying. I mean, uh, there's a part of it that feels like you're 100% right. And, but, but a kid graduates from kindergarten and moves to first grade. That's, that's a, a practical reality that, that he's getting pulled out of kindergarten and moving to first grade. Social promotion. But if he doesn't... If he doesn't get on board with that consciously, 
Then the first day he walks into first grade and he's freaking out because he doesn't see where the blocks are and he doesn't see where the reading corner is and he doesn't see where all the all the places he loves to play are. He doesn't. That creates a tremendous amount of tension for him. It's not that the progression hasn't happened. It's that if he's not consciously accepting that progression, yeah, he's going to feel totally out of whack. And it sounds to some extent like part of this is if you so much of the confusion that we are experiencing in the world right now is because we just haven't caught up. If we choose to realize, okay, this is the takufa we're living in, then all of a sudden things start sliding into place. It's not that they change into sliding into place, it's that we start perceiving them for what they are, as opposed to trying to fit them into this pre-second stage awareness of just the physical things coming together, as opposed to the ruchani. Well, I think, it's, I think we're saying the same thing. Like, obviously, the more you align yourself with the truth of reality, the better you're going to function and things are going to clear up, right? If you're trying to swim upstream, the stream's going downstream, let me tell you, you're going to have a hard time, right? If you're, if you're not in line with the truth, right? So, yeah, you're not going to function as well, just very practically, you know? Like, if you're fighting off every thought that you have and you're not letting your mind settle itself, right? Yeah, you're going to have more thinking, Right. If you're right, if the door says, if the door, if the door says pull and you're pushing it, you're not going to leave the room. Right. You're not in line with the way reality is actually working. Right. And the more that we align ourselves with the truth of reality, with the truth of our existence. Right. The better you'll function. Right? If you're not aligned with the fact that you're entering in first grade and the classroom <clears throat> looks differently, you're going to be swimming an uphill battle. That's why you have to tell your kid. And you know, some first grades, you see the classroom beforehand, whatever it is. You have to make that, help the kid make that transition to really understand this. The so same thing with us. Like, we need to know where we're at, guys. Like, we need to know this. This is really important information. And it's not always like, okay, now that I know this, I know, no, no, now I know to push this button, you know? But seeing the forest from the trees, like, we need to know, like, yeah, we're like, you know, in the second stage, we need to work on DAS, we need to work on awareness, we need to work on, you know, mindfulness, maybe you could call it. And I, and I, and I don't mean just the technique of it of, okay, let me do deep breathing. You know, that's good too, you know, that, why not, you know, but we need to see where we are. And when we understand this, you know, even as I learn, even as we learn the safer together, like I feel like even in myself, things shifting, like things are moving, you know. And like, that's the avod of tzaddikim. Like tzaddikim gives us these perceptions and we wonder about what it means a little bit, you know? And just the wondering and thinking about how this applies to my life is itself deacon, right? Is it, that's the panemius, right? In chitzonius, everyone's looking for direction. What do I do? Okay, here's what you do. You push this button, right? But really, if a person had a high, right? If a person had a high enough perception, they wouldn't need someone to tell them to push this button. They'd intuit oh, these are the next steps of my life, right? So in Chitzonius, people, right? That's the difference of the world of Chitzonius and the world of Panemius, right? In Chitzonius is the world of practicality, right? In Panemius is the world that no one sees, right? That, no, one, no one knows what you're thinking, right? No one knows what's going on in your head, right? Like, uh, as, I often, as I often share with people that I work with, like, if I touch your brain, would you be touching your thoughts? The answer is no. Right, because your mind, you know, it doesn't fit in your brain. It's like the iron, it's like enominamida, like it didn't fit exactly in the thing, right? So we have the heicha, we have our mind, which is like the superpower, you know? And it's like even non-Jewish spiritual teachers are talking about this in a certain way. Obviously we have Torah, we learn from the Chaban, you know? 
but you listen to Eckhart Tolle, you listen to other people, right? And they're talking about this, like this power, you know, and it's part of the Nash, the way I see it, it's part of the consciousness of the world waking up to Gula. You know, like everyone's waking up. There has to be a shift. I was recently, I was interviewed earlier this week for some, uh, for some uh, journal, for some online journal, uh, a reporter interviewed me for uh, wondering about therapy things and how he's writing something about children's mental health in the pandemic. So somehow, however it is, he got reached out to me, you know? And he was like, I've been interviewing a lot of social workers. He's like, what do you think? Like, you think we're just like headed towards a brick wall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like talking about mental health crisis and things like that, you know? And I said to him, I'm like, look, I'm very optimistic. I would like to think that there's a, there's a shift in consciousness that's happening in the world, you know, which is like what the Chalban is. Like in Panemius, it looks like the, in Chitzonis, it looks like the world's falling apart, right? But we're learning in Panemius, the world's actually getting better, right? And it's on us to embrace that, to, inge- to uh, engender that. Did you say the first week we start? Well, I don't see that it's the strife is a good thing because it's, it's reach. It's, it means that we're connecting on that on a different level. Didn't you say that there's religious? The yeah, religious strife is is a good thing because we're yeah looking at the spiritual side of things. It's like uh, I heard an interview from Bibi uh, Netanyahu like uh, a few months ago, and uh, he said this. He he has said this many times, like. He like a good crisis shouldn't go to waste, you know. <laughs> Meaning to say, like I said this to the reporter, you know, like a good crisis shouldn't go to waste means like when you see the tectonic plates are shifting in the world, right? It's all gula, it's all gula, you know. And we have to look at things in that way as opposed to being so anxiety ridden by world events and things like that, you know. So that's what we're learning. Okay, let's go a little weiter and then we'll. Okay. We need to settle this in our hearts. That Hashem right now, right now, on Friday afternoon, Hashem Friday morning, Hashem is being mekayim this nevuah. Then we're going to give you a new heart and a new spirit I'm going to place upon you. Umi. And a person who sees the depths, the, the, into the, the depths of Yisrael's heart, and not to the externality, they are forced to see this amazing level. And we need to prepare ourselves uh, to greet this new heart and this new spirit that is walking that is descending or, or coming down upon us from above. The heart and this new spirit fills our life with riches, <coughs> spiritual riches. And it uh, douses us with, with wanting to, uh, you know, complete the tachlis with a very in a very deep way. Ruach hadash zu tipal bechol shidaros hauma. This ruach hadash, this new spirit, is working itself throughout all the levels of our nation. He teorer ruach tshuva amuka bechol hatoim saviv 
Tarbios Zaros Vinachrios. And it will, or it is, or it will uh, arouse the uh, spirit of tshuva, a deep spirit of tshuva. In Bechol Hatoim Saviv Tarbios Zaros Vinachrios. In all people that are erring, erring, all errors, all errors, if that's a real word, uh, in different paths. And they'll bring us to taste from the goodness of Hashem and the sweetness of Torah and its mitzvahs. Right in Tel Aviv, over the last 10 years, how many kosher restaurants opened up? How many shuls reopened? And many, many people will see this and they'll fear Hashem and they'll see the goodness of God. And they'll have tshuva in their hearts. It's the Ruach Hadash, right? The tshuva movement, right? Fifty percent of the government now keeps Shabbos. Lev Chadash Ze Yitar Es Levavos Shlame Emuna Yisrael, right? This new heart. Lev Chadash Ze Yitar Es Levavos. This new heart will purify. Yitar Es Levavos Shlame Emuna Yisrael. This new heart. The people that already have Emuna, it will purify them further. Laharchavis Hargashas Hachayim to give them a greater feeling for life. And lift them up to the oneness, this deep oneness of life, in the depths of their heart. It will remove the, the <coughs> diversity and the dissension, the machlokes, and the katnas hadas, the small-mindedness. And we'll feel ourselves as one nation. One soul. One body. With greatness in Torah. In service of God. Enlightening us. And we'll fill with the, with the depths of life and riches. Holy riches. This heart, this amazing heart is going to illuminate and radiate throughout all the hearts of our nation, throughout the Yechadish Boki Mekedem, and will renew us, our days of old, as also Maimed Elion Shelva, Yichan Sham Yisrael Negedahar. This understanding of the Yichan Sham Negedahar, right, that we all encamped around the, the mountain, Ki'ishachad Valevachad, right? The one nation, one heart, right? As the Vorka Rebbe famous says, and other other Rebbe said, the Yichan, they found the chain in one another. They saw the Chachmas Anister, they saw the beauty, the inner the inner gem of our nation. And from it, we're going to see, have this deep longing to build the Migdash, right? That's happening now. Like every single person in this room longs for the Beis HaMikdash. It's not random. It's the Lev Chadash that's coming down on us. Base Merkazi, a central house of worship. Sheyitain bitui lemadregos chaimzu, that it gives, that this house, the base of Migdash, points towards this elevated place of life. Ki kedarka shal mishpacha, likes the way of a family. Shemavageshes bayis avura, right? Every family wants a house. Kain ti yulad hargashas tzorach amuka, believe mishpachas beis Yisrael. And this awesome desire is going to arouse for one house from the family of Israel. That will have one house. A place for all of us to come together. 
Haklalit. And from that house, this amazing, sensitive, and strong spirituality, Ruach, is going to come upon us. Hachasha es kolaam achas, that we'll feel ourselves as one existence, one nation. Umargeshes as leva echad shemipam betoch kol nefashes Yisrael, and we'll feel the one heartedness that we once had of yesteryear. Shuv lo yistapik isha Yisraeli rak bebeis hakeneses kilasi nad mefuar. It's not going to be enough that every group has its own beautiful shul. And it won't just be, uh, it won't just be that every community has a shul. And here I have some Torah. Here's where I do Pesach. Our hearts and minds are going to be pointed towards the base of Migdash, right? To the place that all the shvatim, all our nation, will go and give thanks and gratitude towards God. With a, a, a live heart, a joyful heart, we will see ourselves. We'll all be preoccupied with this new heart, Mashiach Hashem, with the Ruach HaPenu, our, our, our spirit, with the anointed one of God. As he quotes, Like David Amalek says, he leaves these psukim and it's just gems. Right, that samachti they're all going to be. I'm, I'm going to be happy when they all say to me, "Beis Hashem We're all going to go to the house of God. <laughs> right, and this spirit that we all have for Mashiach, this longing that we all have for a deeper sense of amuna, to not be embattled, to feel the sweetness of life, and to live a gentle life, that is the lev chadash already working itself upon us. And from the depths of our souls, we're aroused to all these, uh, these qualities. To return to God. To see ourselves as one nation. To renew our days of old. And to to search out for the Hegel. And in every time when this we get stronger, and the soul, our souls long and point towards this place. But just like every preparation for Every spiritual job requires us to prepare ourselves for it. This or to awaken and to greet this light. And like Shimshon saying that we need to prepare ourselves and align ourselves with the truth of this reality. And now this is where he quotes beautiful Sukkim again. This is what we need to do, which is the name of the Sefer. We need to awaken up and sing. To greet and awaken and acknowledge the light that's already within our souls. Right, as Yeshaya says, Kumi Ori. Right, get up and see the light. Because the light and honor of Hashem is already shining and illuminating through you. Uri, Uri, 
Awaken, awaken, wear your clothes of splendor, Zion. Live she big day tefartech. Wear your clothes of glory, Yerushalayim, Er HaKodesh, our holy city of Yerushalayim. Hisnari me'afar kumi. Get up from the dirt. Shvi Yerushalayim. Right? Return to Jerusalem. Hitpachti moisrei savarech. Shvi abas Zion. Right? Free yourself from your constrictions, from, the, from your handcuffs. <laughs> Free yourself from your own, your own limitations and return Bastion. Koli Dodi, Hineze Bog, Nidalag El Harim, Mikavetz El Gvos. Right? Kol Dodi, the voice of our beloved, Hineze Bog, Nidalag El Harim. It's jumping, Mikavetz El Gvos. It's jumping in the valleys of Ramape Chemish, guys. You drive around and this Kol, this Kol Dodi, it's dancing around the hilltops of Ramah Aleph and Bays, Gimel, Dalit, Hey, Vav. I don't know what they're building anymore, you know, but this, 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 this voice of Hashem is, is dancing all around us. Right? And it's standing upon us. It's looking at us from the walls. It's peering and gazing from the windows and cracks and from the crevices. Ana Dodi Right? And I answer back to my beloved, and I says to me, Kumilach, come to me, Rayasi Yafasi, your beauty, you're so beautiful, and I desire and long for you. This is the light that's shining our Shamas and Parsa Shmos in 2023. Gimel. Right. <laughs> this is the light that is illuminating <coughs> and radiating within us nowadays. And it's upon us to see the voices from the hilltops, to greet Mashiach, to greet redemptions, to recognize not all is lost. And although it looks like the world is getting worse, the world is getting better. I was sitting next to this, this guy in the airplane. His name was Sammy from India. He, he's, he's Indian, but he actually lives in, in, in Switzerland. Oh, that's right, he got the same name, right? He lives in Switzerland. You know, this guy, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, he said he was never, he's, what do you do? I'm a therapist and I'm a professor. And da, da, da. Oh, he goes, you know, I was never so interested in the way the mind works until COVID hit, you know? The whole world wants this slave chadash. You know, the whole world wants this consciousness, this new awakening. The whole world wants redemption. The whole world is screaming for Geula. And there's this subconscious rage that's coming out because Geula's not here. And Amisro, we need to do better. We need to embrace the time period that we're in. We need to say, Hevra, this is what's happening. We need to not be embarrassed. We need to embrace this. And we need to see it first for ourselves and embrace it for other people. With that, everyone, Pasha Smosh, good Shabbos.